Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number eight of Beer and Biceps. My name, as ever, is Todd Davis. This is... Matt Smith. <laughs> um, and um, we are coming at you live from my house today. Not, um, not live, exactly. I mean, <laughs> well, they're, they're, not, they're not listening to it as we speak. They should be. Yes. You wouldn't write a book saying, I'm writing this live. <laughs> I... I... No, I ain't gonna say anything for that one. Um, so I feel like a pedantic dick now. Yeah, that's um, alright. How are coming you? Coming at you, How are you? <laughs> Todd's living room. I am doing good. I, f- I feel guilty now. Yeah. I've, I've, I've crushed your dreams. That's alright. It's alright. No problem. How are you, Todd? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, we are very, very good to be honest with you. Um, got a weekend of golf lined up? I've got a weekend of golf lined up. I've got centre parks to go to as well for a week. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it should be good. Could your but, life get any better? I think I've, maybe I've peaked. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds sarcastic. I'm genuinely not. That sounds quite bad. No, so, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of those moments where you kind of, not, you know, you, Friday, get off work, and now you know that you don't have to be back. And you also, a real, real mindfuck is like people hearing this. Yeah. It'll be like, you'll actually be there. I'll be there. Whilst ah. this yeah, car. That is kind so, of crazy. So, yeah, think about that. Anyway, <laughs> let's. So we, um, today uh, we are going to be talking about well we're going to be talking about my fitness power which we mentioned on the last podcast yeah. calorie tracking app yes that's it which I had my reservations about because it involved doing stuff mm. which I don't like doing um, do you know what I have noticed that in the years of knowing <laughs> of knowing you just you don't like things no like, just things just uh, effort things and stuff <laughs> but um, I've tried I've started trying it out so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I've done with it so far and just going to a little bit chat about that and that was a pleasant surprise actually because I I'm not saying I forgot no I did I completely forgot about it yeah and then like to turn up and you've actually used it I'm hey I listen to our podcast <laughs> Now, <laughs> <laughs> do you know I generally did? I mentioned to you the other day. I, I played five side football yeah. during the week, and was feeling like completely wrecked from it. I haven't played football for about four to five years. I mean, properly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, um, and I was absolutely dying. But having doms, as it were, the muscle sort of things like that as well. And then I wake up in the morning and I was like, ah, oh, this is so painful, what could I do about it? And I couldn't remember what we could do about it. <laughs> so I listened back to the podcast on the way into work for different types of things that I could do to help out. Did you do more any of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleep, I had a bath. Stop <laughs> Yeah, just, just, yeah, just kind of mad. up Michael, you had that podcast remind you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt what Smith saves the day again. But in Venice, I came back at like... It was about like tenish. Uh, it was about ten half ten, and I'd got in. I'd had a couple of like beers straight after the straight after the game. It was like a terrible like idea. Uh, inhibits muscle protein synthesis. <laughs> I didn't care. But, it was so it, so nice. <laughs> you are living the beer and biceps I know, lifestyle absolutely. right there. There it was. But I came back home and then sat down and then just was like, I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. And I sat down for about. Two hours, I just couldn't move. Do you know what I mean? I was just knackered. I was like... Too tired to I, sleep. Yeah, that, do you know what I mean? You're like, is it overtired? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that that's just use of use of our podcast. So I listen to them. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be talking about fitness, Pat, my fitness So pal. do 541 others. 541 
Listen. Well, that's downloads, yeah. That's but, pretty yeah, good, though. Yeah. It's amazing. And they only count it if you listen to it for a certain amount of time as well. Really? Yeah, they're very strict about it. Okay. Also, um, any like you know, you get like spam bots. Yeah. Like, they can. I don't know why, <laughs> what they're getting out of this, but they don't count them either. So Bro. you know, probably on like four thousand. Once you filter out all the all yeah. the dross. Yeah. Leave our quality uh, viewership. <laughs> viewership. Listenership. listenership. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yes. As you say, that I mean, that's a huge landmark for ourselves. I think we. Amazed that we'd have anything <laughs> it's like just, this. So, like, thank it's you. so ridiculously higher than we expected. Yeah, and like we're still not quite there with like you know proper like successful podcasts. But yeah, for like two blokes, you know, talking into an iPhone. <laughs> I'm bloody pleased. <laughs> it's it's going pretty well. And thanks to everyone who's um, been bullied by Todd into listening to it. Yes, and, you know the fear is that you have got from that. Yeah, has been amazing. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, but absolutely. everyone who's shared it or talked about it or you know mentioned it to us, yeah, like, that's fucking awesome. It's lovely. It means a lot. Thank- oh, yeah, honestly, thank you everybody. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's... to celebrate our over five hundred listeners, we're also going to be drinking today. Yeah. <laughs> you could win a prize. I mean, we don't have one. No, we don't have one. <laughs> what we're going to do though is we're going to be drinking a lovely Japanese beer. Um, which is called Kin Ichiban. Yeah, Kirin Ichiban, Japan's premier beer. Mm. Um, it's pretty decent. It is pretty decent, actually. More on that a little bit later. But I, I said, oh, do you want to crack on with yeah, it first? Because you, know, you don't that. actually have that much left. I have <laughs> exactly whatever. Yeah. I've got one of those pint glasses which has got a measuring thing on it, but then through massive overuse, it's all rubbed off. Nah, I, I think that's third, half, third of a pint. Third, third of a pint, yeah, 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 yeah third of a pint there. Um, and to be fair, like we opened these beers about forty minutes before the podcast, so yeah. I've been nursing it by my standards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we should probably yeah talk about Kieran Itchbound. Well, before I go into any facts and details about it, tasting notes. What do you what do you think of it? Just a, I don't want to say cold crisp lager because I don't really know what crisp is as a yeah. taste. But it's a cold crisp lager. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. Um, I picked it because um, I was in. Uh, I just come out of the. Uh, the new Oriental Centre thing in Collindale. Okay. So I was I was a bit excited by all the. I'd gone to like a Japanese uh, restaurant thing there. Yeah. So I was, I was I was proper in love with Japan, thanks to all the podcast listeners yep. from that that beautiful isle. Konnichiwa, <laughs> all of you. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I don't know. I actually know zero Japanese apart. No, no, it's Konnichiwa. But... You knew um, uh, Arigato. Arigato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, I've learned. I've, I've learned. I've some Japanese today. Do you want to go into that about the beer? Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll finish by yeah. So go for that, and then, I'll, and then I'll tell you the Japanese yeah. I've learned. So I went into the Morrison's next to it, and yeah. they have got an insane beer selection. I was there for ages, and yeah. I'd have got more, but um, the basket was getting heavy. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then I went to buy it all and got like the most. Uh, what was it? Sarcastic reply. Yeah. yeah, up their own ass sort of attitude from yeah. the woman at the tills, sort of like, yeah. well, enjoy your weekend then. She did with a cocked up eyebrow yeah. like a rock. And I went, <laughs> and walked away and I said, what a fucking bellet. <laughs> if ever there was a time to put down the rock bottom and a people's elbow, I think it was then. <laughs> she was sitting down though. <laughs> and I was carrying all the beer. It was yeah. really heavy because I'd bought loads. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, so I'll, I'll yeah, just... so I bought that beer because um, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, the two or three Japanese beers I talked about that one earlier, the wheat beer, which was amazing, probably yes. my favourite one. Yeah, yeah. But then they've got Asahi, which I had the other day. Um, Asahi's all right. Yeah, it's like it's one of those ones. I think when I if I see it in a pub, I usually get it because I'm like, ooh, and then 
I go I go off of it. I mean, I think Weatherspoons did it for a bit, and I remember going into like I think I was after one of the, the Watford games I went to, and it was some of my mates, and um went straight to the pub, and they said, "What beer do you want?" And I do that kind of like you know just scan the whole thing. The panicked look. Yeah, I, but then I ended that, up with so much dross because yeah, of that panic. I know, but you look and then you kind of get like a oh, Carlsberg Fosters, and I'm like, "No, nah, I don't really want something like that." And that's why I usually go for like Amstel because I'm like, "Oh, but that's becoming it's more basically of like a, Carlsberg." Yeah, it sounds. Posher. A little bit posh, yeah, that's it. But whenever I see that, I go, oh, sorry, get me that. And then, like, the second one, I go, don't give me another Asahi. You know? It's okay. It's, it's okay. all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this what's, is a better version of Asahi. It's very similar. What's the, what's the one in the silver? Is, there's that big silver can, isn't that? Like, sap, I saw that Sapporo. I saw that today. That's um, it, yeah. But uh, my girlfriend Lucy collects bottle caps. Not, um, not, not cans. cans. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to do some DIY projects. So I always try and go for the bottles. But I did see them today. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember Todd likes these. Um, I don't again. I don't think that's such a good beer. It's more that the cans are awesome shape. The cans are awesome and shaped. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good enough reason. No. I, I went for Kirin because it's my favourite Japanese beer. Yeah. It's quality. Um, it's a bit warm and flat now because it's been <laughs> a bit, it's been in my hand for yeah. forty minutes. But it's quite nice. But, it's yeah, good. Quality yeah. beer. Yeah. Anyway, you had some good facts. I did I liked some good them, facts. So let's, let's okay. give them to me. So a couple of facts that found out about Kirin Ichiban. Um, so very firstly. Ichiban, this is where my Japanese comes in. Ichi means first, and ban means best in Japanese. First best. First best. I mean, they're not even trying. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, well, that's, that's Japanese. If in... you're first, you are the best, and if you're yeah. best, you are the first. You don't... <laughs> God! But what you'd want to know Shape is, that's where, that's where the word Ichiban comes from. The word's Kirin, and Kirin is a creature from ancient Chinese mythology, um... Is a harbinger of good luck. Chinese mythology. Chinese mythology, not Japanese. But this is definitely a Japanese beer. Definitely a Japanese beer. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been talking about this as a Japanese beer for <laughs> two times in podcasts yeah. and just generally in life for twelve years. <laughs> no, yeah, no. So <laughs> yeah, egg on my face. <laughs> there was something about I can't remember. I read it and now uh, I should have written it down. I haven't. It's something about like I think Copernicus like supposedly saw a. a um, a Kirin in like a dream or something like that and then it gave him a vision to I don't know be Copernicus and make an observatory or something like that <laughs> yeah you know, I don't know I half read it but it sounds kind of half interesting but it's not as interesting as these facts because the next one was so firstly it was formed well the, J- the Japan Brewery Company was formed in 1885 and three years later they started to make Kirin beer and then in 1907 a Kirin Brewery separate until very was then set up and then they obviously started making their own beer from there um and in 1973 they had a 60% domestic market share so basically 60% of the beer being drunk in Japan in 1973 was Kirin Japan. It's, it's funny though you get quite a few countries where like in Greece I'm sure don't get me wrong I'm sure they do have quite a few beers and probably yeah. more than ever but you normally see Mythos, mm. and it's kind of everywhere. And then Turkey, you've got... Efez. Um, Efez. And that seems crazy to me when in Britain we have probably one brewery per six people. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, I do, mean. insane yeah. the amount of differences we've got. I mean, imagine being in Japan and going, I like Kirin, but, you know, I'm a bit sick of it. What else have you got? And it's like... Asahi or get out. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you don't get like the hundred different types of beers or yeah. anything like that. I mean, the, 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 these Japanese beers are good, but yeah. like, imagine just having that as your choice. Yeah, yeah. 
There was a thing I read, it was like a... Um, I mean, naturally, I do this when people go on holiday somewhere. You know, if you go like, oh, we went to um, Bulgaria or uh, Czechoslovakia, and I go, oh, um, what beer was it that you had out there? What is the what's the big beer? Bulgaria. Bulgaria, we had. I can't remember what the big Bulgarian beer was actually. Now, that's good. No, you talk. I'll find it out. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can. Do you know what? This is why I can never do a podcast on my own because you just say. I'm just going to be quiet for one second, and then it's just me going, oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. how are you? No, they can't answer that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> they, to be fair, they probably had, I imagine if it's like Greece, like, yeah. as I said, my dad always drinks Amstel there, because he sees it as like the quintessential Greek beer, even though he's yeah. well aware that it's Dutch. <laughs> but, you know, like, they just, maybe they just didn't have, like, that specific thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at it very, very quickly, there's the, there's not really, a, I don't recognise them, there's Kamenitsa, 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 Stolikno, I don't no, remember having any I'll tell you what, no. we need to get ourselves some Bulgarian beer. We, we do. Need to, that is, should be our job. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we've been to Bulgaria and it was a nice country. And well, yeah. I want, it was, it I want was, their beer. Yeah, it was lovely. I just generally can't remember what we were drinking because we drank a lot. But I think a lot of the time you went into, I mean, especially where we were, it was very um, big beer, 18 small beer, eighteen to thirties. Yeah. I was going to say, no, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, Tom, go, they didn't have to know that. Yeah, we could have been going on a cultural trip. We were not on a cultural trip. We were, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, um, no, well, but nobody threw up on a giant statue <laughs> of Marilyn Monroe. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> but but you, you, you would go. It would more like entice you into places by saying beer is a lev or whatever it was out there and you're just like cool and then you just get a beer but you didn't really matter what the beer was it was just yeah, a bit, beer yeah big beer know, small so, beer is what they're yeah. but I realised that we have got so far off topic that we're <laughs> on Bulgarian beer we are so, when well, we should be talking about my fitness pal <laughs> we should be yeah yeah so well, uh, just closing notes on, on uh, Kirin Ichiban yeah, it, it's a very very nice beer premium Japanese beer you should be able beer. to find it in um, most probably most wouldn't places. want to drink nothing but it for the rest of my life though yeah which was why I sympathised with Japan in 1970 whatever yeah. <laughs> but then having had really good Japanese beer recently yeah. that wheat beer was fantastic yeah oh and sorry it's and it's, so it's tagline as well or it's strap line for the beer it's beer at its purest so it does it again only malt hops and water is what it's made of um, they don't try to put anything into it differently um, that's all I can get from things like looking at some websites but the website itself i Kieran Hitchman, this is a very nice beer. Your website sucks. It's absolutely terrible. I didn't really know what was going on with it, but I found some extra information. When they well. hear this... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they'll fly us over, hopefully. Oh, my God, yes. That would be great. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, so that's the beer. Um, so, my fitness pal. Um, Matt, first question on everybody's lips, although we kind of half-talked about it last time. What is my fitness pal? Yeah, so it's, um, it's a calorie-counting app. Um, there, there are others like we're not trying to promote anything here especially because it's free they wouldn't give us an affiliate no, for that exactly um, but they are probably the most well known and what you'll notice with calorie counting apps is it's all about that sort of you know the hive sort of thing where like the more people are on it the more food gets logged into it yeah. so you get a bigger range yeah and I noticed that any personal trainer that tries to create their own one it's like why are you doing it it's like trying to create your own you know, you know um, 
completely off topic. Um, Gary Lineker's brother. That's unlike of us. Gary Lineker's brother um, put uh, one million pounds into trying to create a new Facebook. Did he? Yeah, he had like a whole investment team yeah, and everything yeah. like that. It's like, what are you think? And he did it in 2012. Yeah. He's been going on for like seven years. And he's like, what we need is a new Facebook. Yeah. And me, the old ones, just Wayne Lineker, yeah, yeah, owner yeah. of Lineker's Bars, <laughs> I am the one to do it. And he's like, put his money where his mouth is and fail spectacularly. Um, but the point is, yeah, I know. Yeah, what? Um, a lot of people trying to try and push like smaller yeah. ones, say this is better because of that. It doesn't matter. There's not enough people in yeah, it. So yeah, you don't yeah. get enough food. So it's more work on your part. Whereas with uh, my fitness power, every time you log some food in, it's saved in for you in future, but it's also saved for everyone else. Okay. So that, sometimes that can be a problem um, because somebody can just make up the statistics. But generally, that's what makes it really good. Yeah. Um, you. Uh, the benefits of having a calorie counting app is it gives you an idea of how much food you are eating each day. Yeah. Even if you didn't use it for the calories and all that, sometimes just writing it down makes you think more about what food you're eating. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, that that's I found that really beneficial. Before, my fitness pal really took off. I used to just have, like, a printed out, like, little grids that I used to give to my clients. They'd okay. just write out, like, it'd be, like, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, and then drinks. And they'd just write it out. And just yeah. The, process of logging it in that way uh, back in the days of pens and paper <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and you had to walk two miles in the snow and then <laughs> log it in manually <laughs> all change now uh, yeah god with the technology bubble it was like two years ago I just yeah. sounded really behind times um, but yeah just they'd say sure. just even just doing that would um, make them think about what they're eating and then the fact that they actually like would look up afterwards they you know it's like, so that's really beneficial but the reason we're using it is we're going to get yeah. quite technical and we're going to estimate how many calories you are burning, Yeah. Um, which there is a really complicated calculation or some really simple websites. I'll link them in the blog post that goes with this yeah. um, or I will forget. <laughs> <laughs> Could yeah, be either. The inbox um, is filling up with yeah. promises that we said we should have kept but we haven't, so, you know. Um, oh, God. How, how's the training programme you put up there, Matt? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Where there's pictures of Todd without his top on. <laughs> well, they're on my hard drive. They are, there's plenty <laughs> I had to delete them. them because Lucy was looking at them. <laughs> um, yeah, so, the, you know, the, the, we work out what your calories, yeah. average calories are. It's not exact, but it gives you a rough idea, like, based on how much you walk and sit around and exercise yeah. each week. Um, and the idea is to consume less calories than you are burning. Okay. It's called creating a calorie deficit and... If you're in a calorie deficit, your body needs to make up the extra energy you're burning. So it's a bit like... I don't know if anyone needs an analogy for this. It's probably quite straightforward. But like um, financially, say you wanted to buy something, but you didn't have quite enough money on you that day, you could just dip into your savings. So your savings would be a little bit lower. So when you're in a calorie deficit, you need to dip into your energy stores, which is fat, um, to sort of get the balance right sure. to you know do stuff mm-hmm. you know, it's why you can live for so long without food you know you're just burning through your stored energy yeah um that's what you want to do that is what every diet is about um and everyone kind of knows that but if you're not tracking your calories how do you know if you're in a deficit yeah um because some people might think they are they might be eating like i think I always my favorite thing is people always eat peanut butter because that's really healthy yeah but like two tablespoons of peanut butter is like four hundred calories. Like, really? It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you'd be quite hungry after if you said I'm only going to eat like two tablespoons of peanut butter for breakfast. You know that would put me in a calorie deficit. 
and you'd probably think it was cause you'd probably be hungry afterwards mm. and you'd probably you know be hungry throughout the whole day but actually tracking it using a calorie counting app like my fitness pal would go wow that's 200 calories more than i normally have for breakfast no wonder i'm not losing weight yeah, yeah. so that's that's what we're doing that's why we're doing it yeah. um and my fitness pal probably the best it's the most well known yeah there are others out there if you want to be difficult. Mm. But, um... Well, I started using it so because I downloaded it and it yeah it was free and then you just kind of sign yourself up uh, and just like I said I don't want to go through how to work an application but it's like basic information I've got put your a weight in PDF put your, put your thing that, and all that. Um... Um, they can download. If, okay. If I yeah. just put it up. It's great. To be honest, yeah. I, like, I will remember that. Cause it's, uh, yeah. Um, but but it, as, you know, it's as, like pictures that shows you how to do everything. Because it's okay. quite complicated, isn't it? Like, well, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, I'd say, as, in terms of mobile technology goes and setting yourself up onto it, pretty easy. Is it? I just got to put your name in, size, weight, what your kind of goal is, if you want to set one. And then all I've started doing so far is just starting logging kind of food. At first, I got a little bit confused by because I'd add a food and then I'd go to type something and it goes, that's not come up on your recent list. And I was like, I know it's not. And then found there's an extra search function. But either way, found them. And then just been trying to, trying to I think I did it on Wednesday. So I've only got like three days of it. And I'm just going to keep in my mind when I'm ordering something, just say, just quickly jot it in no matter kind of what it is. And uh, it, I would say it's insightful to be honest with you. Like just even the simple process of writing it like you said of writing it down and putting it on there kind of makes me look back on my like meals of the day and like i mean i think like three three burgers in like three hours <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not good you know or and i don't you included know the burger you had on saturday as well <laughs> i did have a burger on saturday did. didn't i i did oh man yeah anyway so maybe that's my week <laughs> I generally though, like Wednesday, I'd gone out and had a burger, and then I had one when I got back after coming back from football, and then I had a burger. I remember having a burger last night. And just had it for dinner. And this might be sounding like kind of crazy to people, like yeah. But Todd probably hasn't ever thought about. Well, he has thought about what he's eaten before, but not yeah. for like four years. No. And it just creeps up on you. And I will tell you what, if you actually write down, yeah, like the work. There's um. One of my favourite books is uh, High Fidelity, and it's um, mm. uh, the the main character in it. He sort of he um, he says five things he did wrong in a relationship, and he just you know he says it, and like he's saying, you're probably thinking I'm a bastard right now, but go away and write down the yeah. worst things you've ever done. Who's the bastard now? Yeah. Like if you write down the worst things you've eaten this week, yeah. and only say those things, and don't try and like mitigate it yeah. or explain it away or say it's a birthday, you'll go, holy shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's something like when you ask people about that, and oh, I like to know why saying with this podcast when we talk about different types of fitness ones, and people say it's all right. I don't think I'm going to need that one though because I don't eat that much, whatever's or why I don't have that type of one. <laughs> exactly, but that's well, it, isn't it? Yeah, classic one. I see. Um, oh, I just I burn a lot of calories um, doing my work, so I don't need to exercise. Why are you fat then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> stop, it. Stop defending yourself to me because first I don't give a shit. You yeah. pay me. <laughs> But secondly, just be honest yeah. with yourself before yeah. you have to worry about me. But they say that's a really big thing, isn't it? Like, you watch all those kind of TV series and stuff, and I know some of them put on for cameras, you know, put on for the show. But you know when it's like, I don't know, um, a big fat family, and they all need to lose weight, and then this one guy comes <laughs> in and... I would definitely watch a show called Big Fat Family. <laughs> big Fat Family. Uh, patented. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what, like we, the more beer we're drinking, yeah. the more burgers we're consuming, we're halfway there. <laughs> but they they would do some things where like you get this family in and, and uh, you, I don't know, a celebrity or, or some 
fitness guru will come in and go, I'm going to change your diet entirely, and you know, they set cameras up in their house and all this stuff. By the way, look at the long-term success of that. And it's no, no, exactly, yeah. But, but I mean, the point I'm getting to, though, is that you, these people sit there and say 100%, what what have you eaten today? And they go, well, not much. I like, probably had a salad, probably did this. I've done a lot of walking today, so it's okay. And they go, well, let's watch back the cameras. And then they're like <laughs> in the fridge and they're eating just cakes and like, so, and you're just eating loads of food. But I'm... If I was uh, that show, I would walk around naked just so they couldn't use any of that food. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'd be walking yeah. around n- completely yeah. naked, eating a cake, like with my bare hands, yeah. you know, well, can't use that, I'm afraid, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And then wear a tuxedo they and eat carrots yeah, for the rest yeah. of it. But I'd allow them to use that. <laughs> <laughs> That's big fat naked family. That's already a show to us. Yeah, yeah. Only, only available after 10. Um, but the, the, I, but I know that's like a huge extreme of it and like I said yeah, it is put on but you can see where people would easily go and I do it all the time like, and they probably I'm, you know, don't even really think about that because it, it's like a difficult thing to think about they yeah. don't really think, it's not like they're hiding it completely they're kind yeah. of just brushing it under the carpet forgetting about it themselves I yeah. do that too like when you said how many burgers you've eaten I was like oh, that's a lot and I was like well I did have one on Saturday with you and yeah. then Sunday I had a burger <laughs> yeah 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 Damn. <laughs> that's it, yeah. No, it is. I think, and that's why I think the point of this one here, isn't it, is to probably realization for yourself, a little bit of honesty, and that's. Was I'm it? Up the, a beer now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one? Like, uh, podcast listeners, by the way, we we've just had one of those glass shattering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just looking at our beers, going, "Well, oh, that's two hundred calories." <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Todd? This good beer. This should be yeah. bottled water and biceps. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, I'm, I'm really enjoying the beer. Part, it's a really nice beer, and we are, we are going to have another one, <laughs> yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking, I don't think I could do the podcast yeah. whilst you went to get one, but I want you to. <laughs> what I was going to say, just go back to Fitness Pal, because there's a thing from... Did you watch the newsroom? Did you watch that as a TV series with um, no, Jeff I, Daniels? No, I, I saw... Um, like a YouTube clip of it once. But... Yeah, yeah. And there's just one bit of the way that he says, like, a, I think it's he does this speech about America and stuff like that, and then what he says at the end of it is, um, the, only way, the only way to fix a problem is to realise that you have one. As in, so he's saying there's this whole thing about, like... Um, I'll just go quickly stop the, the, the speech, but he's talking about someone asked why America's great... Sorry, you take as not. long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, basically, someone asked him... Why, 500 why... downloads, that's not going anywhere. Someone asked him why America's greatest country in the world, and he says it's not, and everyone's like, what? Because you're in America and it's patriotic. And he says, like, he lists all these statistics about, like, um, you know, we're not mean income, we're rubbish, uh, healthcare, we're rubbish, this, 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 we're rubbish. It goes, Quick reminder, America are our third biggest audience for podcasts. They are, no, and I, I, but this is the, the point, the point of the, the things what he's saying is, America goes, in his eyes, what he's saying is, America used to be the greatest country in the world, but now, when you look at it in a statistic wise, it's not. Like, if, if whichever way you want to kind of judge it on. So, actually, do you sit there and keep saying to yourself, we are the greatest, when actually you're getting progressively downhill? Or do you say, do you know what, there's a problem here, and they do something. And that's why I say, I find with fitness things, that you can sit there and you can say to yourself, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And actually, 10, 15 years down the line, you're big, you're fat, you're, you know, you, you, bad health, um, diabetes, whatever it is, you know, all those things happen. And you kind of go, oh, do you realise it or do you not realise it? And that's where we come into it. <laughs> Mate, you actually smashed that. Segways. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's my experiences, I would say, for from um, my fitness pal. And it is really good. And it's like, it's free. So just download it. And like you said, we're not making any money off this. But if my fitness pal do want to get in contact with us... Yeah, come on, guys. We are, They're we're... sponsored by Under Armour. We should get some, like, 
as many free sports bras as Take we want. Me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and ultimately need. <laughs> yeah, prance around in them, my sports bras. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that would be better than the free beer we got. That was amazing, <laughs> but it would probably be more useful long term. <laughs> that, uh, that was really good. Um, right, so, um, Q&A time. Yes. I feel. Yeah, because we've already done the bit. Yeah, right? that's it. I only need a little Q. We need a Q&A jingle. That's all we need. It sounds like... Q&A. Um, so, we Down. have... <laughs> we got a couple of questions. Um, the first question... So, we've got one question uh, on the biceps side of things. And we have one question on the beer side of things. Um, so, the first question comes... I like how that worked out. That's like... Um... Nobody's asking us any beer questions. No, exactly. Like, so <laughs> thank you to the person that has, which I'll give you a shout out. So um, what have we got here? Catherine has asked us, um, this is the fitness one, do fat burners work? Could you give me a little bit of an explanation of what a fat burner is and then whether or not they do or don't work? Um, yeah, so uh, supplement industry has a lot of their products are uh, titled fat burners um, or you might see they're called like thermo something yeah. or, you know. Um, and they're kind of designed to increase your metabolism and oxidise fat. Um, they got a really bad rap from, uh, if you know in America, there's a TV, uh, TV guy, something, he's Turkish-American, his name's Mehmet. Okay. Um, and he's, he's also called Dr. Oz. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> don't remember why. Maybe his second name's Oz. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. Um, but he is a... Like a thoracic surgeon, yeah, and um, but he's just become their like you know, uh, TV doctor, okay. Oh, I think is he the bald one? No, that's um, Dr. Phil, that's Dr. Who's Phil, who's actually sorry. not even a doctor. No, he's a, this guy yeah, is yeah. a surgeon, so he's at least a doctor, okay. That's good. Um, if he finds time to do surgery in between all the malpractice lawsuits, <laughs> because. <laughs> But like um, he he's like the kind of the famous person for like going this miracle fat loss sure. thing, and then you get yeah, it in the yeah. Daily Mail, and you get all this sort of stuff. And yeah. science like, has said, yeah, yeah not like really. so they have <laughs> stuff like um, oh, was it raspberry ketones? Yeah. which everyone went on about which are they could actually work if you could handle the high. It's like the high dose is so high mm. that humans can't even handle it. But like technically you could burn fat with them yeah um and there's other things like was it african mango or um what was there was other, uh there's one that's supposed to be like um it was sold as like a meal in a pill that can stop you feeling right. hungry yeah, and yeah that was just the biggest load of bullshit ever because it wasn't a meal in a pill it was just um it was supposed to be just an appetite suppressant which made your body your mind think you'd already eaten right i see stupid yeah um uh, then none of them work and as a result there's been a backlash in the fitness community where the idea that a fat burner could work is now just like, oh yeah, it's all just rubbish. And you get a load of personal trainers who, I'm sorry, like I don't like to have a go at personal trainers because I have been one and yeah. I have been this thing I'm having a go at. Mm. But there are so many personal trainers out there who say, oh, do the research, but they don't do any research themselves. Yeah. Like I've written hundreds of articles on fat burners and stuff like that and there are certain ingredients that straight up work like caffeine massively can cause fat loss um provided you don't usually have it yeah. like if you've 
you know, do you remember the first time you had like a black coffee and you just went yeah. like insane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you can have that exact same thing and it's, it's like it, nothing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, had a, yeah. I, I talked to a plumber who he said he can have a black coffee just before he goes to bed because he has so much of it. Like his really? tolerance is yeah. it's just nothing to yeah. him now. Um, he would not be able to get any fat loss benefits. But that when you're first having it and you get that adrenaline yeah, rush, like, that's actually adrenaline. Yeah, rushing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that you can get massive fat burn. If yeah. You know. So there are definitely fat burners that can work and there's, um, you go on this website examine.com and you can just read the studies and they're, they're very very sceptical and they're not selling anything yeah. so like you can trust them and they only count studies that are done on humans because there's a lot of um, ingredients that it's called um, in vitro which is when they do it like you know they look at the ingredients and go oh yeah in like controlled experiments or in lab rats or something like that it shows this Yeah. so it should work with humans but yeah. when you actually do it with humans it doesn't so um a good fat burner will have certain ingredients that work. And there have been some fat burners that were so effective that they're now illegal to have. Like, yeah. um, ephedrine was incredible. And that was, uh, was created by the Nazis, actually. Yeah. It's like every week, yeah. let's just bring in the, the Nazi, <laughs> Nazi fats yeah. of the week. But uh, they we didn't need, have we ephedrine. Need a song but, for that as well. uh, they didn't have ephedrine, but they had... Um, oh, what's this stuff? Uh, amphetamines. Amphetamines, yeah. right, okay. And they used to use that and... Uh, ephedrine is just very similar to that. Mm. that um, it was originally used as, um, I think it was a bronchodilator or something like that. You know, something like to uh, help you breathe better through your nose. Yeah. Um, but they found out that it's a really good fat burner. Um, and it was so good that um, it would also sometimes kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's completely banned, um, which you'd probably thinking, oh, yeah, that's, that makes sense. It killed someone. But then... You know, people can die from paracetamol. Yeah. Like, it's how you use it. No, um, totally. So it, I think probably it should be okay, just not the way it was being used. So I can't yeah, understand yeah, why yeah. it was bad. But my point is that there are some fat burners that are so good that they're actually illegal. Right. And personal trainers going out there saying, oh, yeah, fat burners don't work. Mm. They do work. Um, they just don't work as well as people hope. Don't consider it as like the miracle pill or anything yeah, like that. It's almost exactly. like yeah, if if you're going to use it, it should be there yeah, alongside a good diet and. Whatever. I don't want to go too much into stuff like cycling, but like using it for like six weeks and then go, going away from it for mm. six weeks to build up back up your tolerance. Um, whilst you were doing that, you probably want to have avoided caffeine for a few weeks beforehand yeah. again to lower that tolerance. Um, and yeah, you would have to work out like a beast in the gym, and you'd have to. Diet in a you know being a calorie deficit, and you will lose slightly more fat than you would if you just exercised and dieted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they do work, and I would recommend trying them. Probably go for the lowest dose possible. So if it says like have two, most of them say two pills in the morning and two in the evening or something mm. like that. Go for one in the morning and that's it. Yeah. yeah you probably have about two hundred milligrams of caffeine, which is about maybe two black coffees. You know, yeah. it's not much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but see, so yeah, because they can make you jittery a bit sometimes mm-hmm. like that's the caffeine so, a lot of supplements companies now are adding something called theanine with caffeine which um smooths it out and um makes it like so that you get you don't get the jitteriness yeah. so they can actually be quite pleasant to take um but yeah I'd, I'd say give it a go but do it after you've already established dieting and exercise yeah. because they're like 90 yeah, percent of yeah. it and then that little supplement's just that little bit the, more the thing is what i find talking to people that have said they've always wanted to get involved in a or get fitter or anything like that as well is 
like I said, they don't do it in that order. They do it in the opposite yeah. way, as in like oh, I found this new thing, or like I said, this is what they're saying, or yeah. this it would is be what like the news buying is doing. really fancy driving gloves but not knowing how to drive a car. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Absolutely, and and loads. I mean, I hear it loads and loads of times. I've someone used to work there. I remember did it all the time. Would say no, but this is what they're saying, so I'm gonna get that. And then you're like, but you're still going off and yeah. having McDonald's every day and not running or not not walking. Yeah, well, you know, come on, yeah. But again, that's where the honesty comes into it. So. Um, Catherine, thanks very much for the question. That's very much appreciated. I hope that's answered it. Um, the next one uh, is coming from Peter. And this is the beery one. What's your favourite beer memory? Damn. Damn. <laughs> um, off the top of my head, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, two years ago, um, me, my dad, and my mum and my girlfriend, Lucy, went mm. to... Uh, Brussels um, because it was the 200th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo Mm -hmm. Um, me and my dad have like always been massive history nerds (laughs) to go along with my beer nerdery my computer game nerdery and just every other form of like this but this is like special like nerds look down on me for this yeah but um, it was the 200th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo and um, we'd always said we wanted to go there um, you know just as a sort of Thing, oh yeah, love to do that. But we'd said that about a lot of like things and never done them. Yeah. And then it was like uh, the beginning of 2000, you know, like January 2015 and the, the battle anniversary was in June. Mm. Um, and we were just like, fuck it, let's do it. So we booked tickets, we begged our partners to come with us. Um, I don't think we sold it as well as we should have. We should have just concentrate on the chocolate but we're like and they've got like loads of beers it's gonna be amazing yeah <laughs> to two women who hate beer um <laughs> but we we went to brussels which by the way if you love beer you need to go to that country yeah they, oh god every beer has its glass yeah yeah every person loves to talk about bit well all the people i met who are mostly working in pubs <laughs> yeah but it's just brilliant but anyway um so we went to the battlefield a couple of days before they were doing like a reenactment of it um and we climbed up there's this massive hill that has got a monument on the top you can see the whole battlefield and me and my dad did it and it's the steepest hill you can't imagine how big this hill is like we're talking not massive skyscraper but really really tall office block big hill and it's like completely diagonal from the well of course it would be but you know like it's it's a really steep and we walked back and we're just exhausted we sat down and um it was like it hadn't been massively sunny but like the sun came out and we were sitting outdoors in this Bar in this battlefield that you know 200 years ago people had been like fighting for you know fighting Napoleon and all that yeah. sort of stuff and it'd been like our dream to do it for years and we got these two beers which which were Waterloo beers and it was mm. a, I got a blonde one which is basically just like a lager and my dad got a dark one which is a dark one <laughs> <laughs> um, but they served him in these like uh ceramic goblets yeah um which you've drank out of. i have they're really cool and it was just nice and sun- sunny and we're surrounded by all the history and it was just one of those sort of moments where me and my dad just looked yeah. at and went this is perfect yeah and i'll always remember that sort of yeah. moment and <laughs> my dad went to go buy the buy the goblets afterwards and didn't sell it uh, was like, sorry we, we we don't sell them you know we need them so then he went all around brussels and found like a 75 euro um, presentation box which had two bottles and two um, goblets okay. and he was so chuffed with it until the next day when um, me and Lucy went into a supermarket and they were giving them away free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You had to buy a one euro beer, which was the Waterloo beer. Right, so yeah. And then you got the and free got chalice. Free yeah, there's just a woman in front of us who just bought one beer and then just walked <laughs> in like 12 <laughs> chalices. <laughs> Man, uh, that was not happy. But yeah. I'll take that as definitely my. Favorite. I know what you mean. It's in those moments, like you said, you can just yeah. sit there and appreciate it. Well, Come on, Tom. Yeah. I know you've got a good one. Well, the thing I've, I'm Joe. Well, I've got two. Um, Use them. Like, I know. We're well, not going anywhere, Tom. Yeah. You love us. <laughs> One's a quick story, and the second one is a big one. And I, the, the the first one says, "I always remember the first beer I had with my brothers." Where and this is when we were quite young. I was in France with my family, and my dad had given us like a Cronenberg, I think, like, each. And it was just a small little bottle of Cronenberg. Yeah. But I was I don't even know how old it was. It must have been, like, 10 or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was quite young, but it was the first time I drank it. was France. It was legal. Yeah, yeah. But, and it wasn't nice when I was young and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, afterwards, I think I've appreciated the taste, well, obviously, so much now that I so many different beers I drink. But I, I could still drink that beer when even when I didn't like it. Do you know, I finished the whole beer... And I was like, oh, I'm not so sure about this. But then actually, as I was going along, I was like, this is kind of nice. But that was just a nice moment with my brothers, and it was the first time, first, probably my first real beer memory. The other one I was going to say, it's not, it's, 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 I feel like a little bit different from your one, because yours was really nice. Mine was when I got really, really, really drunk, um, with you, actually. Um, when, Statistically, that was likely, yeah. <laughs> but this comes into, so there's a backstory to it, but I'll, I'll basically explain it. We'd all went out, uh, and uh, we got, Basically, I think like we we were drinking some beers. We we were drinking. I forget what we were drinking. If I'm honest with you, that's how drunk we were. And so when we also took the box of wine to the to the to the park, ah, yes. that. And anyway, whilst we're there, we... every good story starts with when <laughs> we took a box of wine yeah. to a park at three in the yeah. morning. <laughs> so we, so it was that mix of being. I don't know how old we were. It must have been about like sixteen. Maybe, nah, or... we'd, have been, we'd have been eighteen because we really. Came... Yeah, because we started tonight. No, 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 I don't think we. Were, oh no, yeah, but that doesn't say anything. I mean, <laughs> it could have been sixteen, seventeen. I think Maybe we were seventeen. Because um, yeah, yeah, seventeen. So it was about that sixteen, seventeen, and and um, like I said, I had a load of beers beforehand. Then we were drinking this wine. Uh, basically, the night got out of hand quite a bit. I got very, very drunk. Um, I got back to your house. I was very, very sick. Um, you got worried, and your, I think your, your mum got worried or something. Called up an I ambulance. Got, I got worried enough to tell my mum, yeah. which gives you an idea of how worried yeah. I was. Because of the fact that they thought that I was throwing up blood and I was just lying on the floor, but it wasn't that. I was just I I'd eaten some chili con carne, <laughs> and it didn't really look nice on the floor. But the reason I <laughs> the reason I remember it though is the next day I I said next day it was two days after because we did it on the weekend and I went back to college. And I'd only started college at that time and had probably been there for like three or four weeks. And it was entirely different from, it was like a separate, like where our school was, there was like two main colleges you went to. You had like, I think it was Stanmore and Harrow on the Hill or something. And I went to this one in the middle of Watford. So I didn't know anybody. I only liked two or three people. Like, yeah. And even then they weren't that, some of them weren't that good friends from, from my old high school. Yeah. So going back though that and... One of my, I told one of my friends that I did know about it. He told somebody else. He told somebody else. And like having five or six people come up to me on that Monday, going, "I heard you got really, really drunk at the weekend." I was like, "Yeah, I did." They goes, "You got an ambulance driving home and everything." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did." They were like, "That's really awesome, man." I was like, "We're going to have some drinks after if you want to go." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, totally." And but that turned from knowing nobody to actually finding like a load of really nice friends and few which I still speak to this day. Um, based on getting really, really drunk. So 
that's my that's one of my favourite bits we also, Although I we also tried to go on the swings but there were already some teenagers <laughs> there and they chased us off we did yeah 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 <laughs> what a, a lot, night <laughs> a, lot, a lot happened in that evening So, the, but those ones which I would say so one's nice one's they weren't drinking drunk, so they just wanted the swings they did yeah yeah and I was <laughs> I angry I the drunk. swings because I was like 14 beers in or the equivalent of 14 beers when you're 16 yeah like Four beers in. I was four beers in and wanted to go on the swing. I was like, what's your excuse? You're sober. Yeah. What are you you doing here? (laughs) There's a children's playground. Leave it for the drunks. Um... So yeah, so well there you go. So I hope that's answered your questions. Um, uh, I I like that story. I I think like, it's not as romanticised as mine. No. But like, um, it's got a nice thing of what beer can actually do. Absolutely. Which is get you in an ambulance. Yeah. um, (laughs) And make your friends. Um, thank you, friends. Yeah. Um, so, awesome yes. Awesome question. Um, yeah, really good question. I wish we could ask Peter what his favourite um, yeah. memory was. But if anyone could put it into our Beer and Biceps Facebook group, that would be awesome. And Absolutely. don't just think about doing it. I'm I'm talking to you, listening yeah. to this now. <laughs> Do it. Like, yeah. God. I don't try to contact them through the phone. <laughs> but you know, have fun. I'd like that. Yeah. Why don't you hear this podcast? Come on, stick us your favourite story. Yeah. Like, um, and if you can remember the beer, put a picture of the beer up as well. Totally. That's and it, we'll exactly. drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, like I said, it's the whole point that's of the podcast. You could just lie, so. get some tenants, pick up a story, <laughs> and we'd have to drink it. Exactly, that's it. We'd love to hear it. We really, really, really would. But not tenants. That's <laughs> disgusting. So um, I guess all I would say for it is, um, I'll, I'll do it again very, very quickly, but yes, Beer and Biceps, we're on the Facebook page. Just look at Beer and Biceps, add yourself into the group. Um, you can go on to Instagram, which is going off crazy at the moment, which is Beer and Biceps, um, so which we'll put a load of pictures on there as well. Um, Twitter, if you just want to get in contact and message us. I mentioned last week about, like I said, more questions, more um, guest podcasters, that ideas that you've awesome. got. You've We're got like, anything interesting to say, come on. Absolutely. Because, like, you'll probably be more entertaining than us, we've got yeah. <laughs> So, at Beer and Biceps Pod. Give us a follow. Give us a message. We we will we will reply to everything. That's what, that is our that is our promise. If you even if it's a stupid question, if it's a great question, whatever, whatever you like say. Two weeks ago, or was it last? We will reply. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, fiance asked about Doctor Doom, and we sounded off on that. Absolutely. I totally. even like addressed some issues in the blog <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I did an email on it. That's, <laughs> that's some deep rooted issues there. Well, um, you. You know my thoughts. I've, <laughs> no, no, we've done it. We've done yet. it. Okay, you know we've been there. Doomgate is over. Um, so <laughs> yes, uh, I should. It's really. I think that's pretty much it. To be honest with you. So signing off by saying to five hundred plus people. Five hundred forty-one down. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. But we do want to hear from you more and more and more because the more we hear from you, the more we can help yourselves. The more that you can help us. The, the bigger less we get. Padding the of the episodes. Exactly, <laughs> and and the more people we can outreach, and and there's something beautiful about that. So. Um, have yourselves a very, very good day, evening or night, and um, I should say goodbye. Yeah, give us a story, talk to you soon. Bye.